0: Hi, everyone. Pastor Galen, lead pastor at Cheyenne Hills Church. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. We hope that these podcasts will be a real encouragement to you on your spiritual journey. You can also connect with Cheyenne Hills at CheyenneHills.org. Hope you enjoy the program.
1: We are across the street and around the world. Cheyenne Hills.
0: You know, they say that March 4th is the only date on the calendar that's a command. We, we march forth, so we are marching forth, continuing through Genesis. We've been in Genesis chapter seven for a long time.
2: I know. You know. I remember when we started out, and we were thinking, "Oh, we'll do. You know, for we'll get through the whole Bible. <laughs> <laughs> we might get through Genesis in twenty twenty one. No <laughs>
0: kidding. I seriously, we have just camped out. Well, the dinosaurs tripped us up. Maybe, it, but it, it's been really good. It's well, I hope so. Hopefully, people, and hopefully, it just makes you hungry to just do some digging yourself. You know, that's the that's the thing. You just want to go Google this stuff and. Uh, Answers in Genesis is a great, great source. And you mentioned one a couple uh, of
1: weeks ago. Well, Institute for Creation Research. And, and if you're looking, it's icr.org.
0: icr.org. But
1: it's Answers in Genesis. There's um, Genesis Park that has a lot of the evidence of dinosaurs and men coexisting. Okay. There are other sites. Well, and I'm, I'm sure that uh,
0: that, that scene or that uh, where, where the Noah's Ark is in, in Kentucky. I mean, if, do you know the website of that by chance?
1: Well, it'd be on Answers in Genesis because they're are the ones that did built it. Yeah.
0: yeah, but I think there's some fantastic um, things to dive into if you're if you're homeschooling or if you're just needing a project for your kids at school. I mean, this is a this is something to dive into, and and kids are it seems like kids are always fascinated yeah, with with uh, floods and dinosaurs, and and you can dig in and find some really interesting stuff. And uh, well, so we're going to finish up chapter seven because in chapter seven we got water we got rain, we got fountains of the deep, we've got animals and people on the ark, and uh, it continues. Here we go. Verse 17 says, "...the flood continued 40 days on the earth. The waters increased and bore up the ark, and, the, and it rose high above the earth. The waters prevailed and increased greatly on the earth, and the ark floated on the face of the waters. And the waters prevailed so mightily on the earth that all the high mountains under the whole heavens were covered." I want to come back to that because it does say that, that there was mountains. It wasn't just perfectly flat uh, before, before the flood. The waters prevailed above the mountains, covering them 15 cubits deep. And all flesh died that moved on the earth. Birds, livestock, beasts, all swimming creatures that swarm on the earth, and all man, mankind. Everything. That's, that's just terrifying to think about. You know, talk about the destruction.
1: Wow. Yeah. Did you ever see videos of the uh, tsunami in Indonesia? Yes. Oh, yeah. People were in buildings. <coughs> Excuse me. People were in buildings, taking with their phones, taking pictures of yeah. people being swept out. Oh, and, just powerful. And, yeah. And yeah. you think, you know, there was a limit well, on that. What if it just kept coming and coming oh, and coming up? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it
0: was oh so gosh. powerful. You're right. I mean, buildings were moved. I mean, cars were moved. People, I mean, of course, I mean, the power of water. It's yeah. just, it really is amazing. Uh, verse 22 Everything on the dry land in whose nostrils was the breath of life died. He blotted out every living thing that was on the face of the ground, man and animals and creeping things and birds of the heavens. They were blotted out from the earth. Only Noah was left and those who were with him in the ark. And the waters prevailed on the earth 150 days. Wow. So it was the water stuck around for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, several months. How many months is that? Four months, right? Something like that. Yeah. Five. Five months. So um, it stuck around, and so there was it. Just that's the time when I think, during that time, all the sediments were being laid down because all this was jostled up. All the, you can just imagine all the 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 sediments that were just jostled up in the power of this water, and then it was laid down. You know, there's a there's a really interesting thing I think that kind of shows. I think it's hard to hard for a non creation scientist to prove is that you know those sand the sand that's dumped right out in the middle of the mountains, right south of, I think it's south of Colorado Springs, out in that area. Do you know what I'm talking about? Sand dunes in oh, Colorado. Yeah. Have you ever thought about that? It's like they're just this huge, it's a lot of sand, but it's just this sand. How does that, that doesn't make any sense, except that it was floating around or something in the after the flood and after the sediment was laid down. I don't know how else you explain it. I, I'm sure somebody has an explanation, but... To get sand like that. And there's also a sand deposit like that up around, I think it's up around, the uh, I want to say around Steamboat, somewhere in there. Have you ever heard about that one out there, this uh, sand dunes? It's not as big, but there's a, this whole bunch of sand is, poof, so It's blotted down there.
2: Well, and I know there's a bunch in Oregon, too. Okay. Like right along the coast there. Okay. They have sand dunes that you can go and ride on and stuff. Yeah, so there you go. So how there's do you, probably more of that you, than we even know. Well,
0: I'm sure there is. But how do you get this sand? You got all this other topography, rock and all this stuff, and then you got this, all this sand. Well, I don't know. Um, I always think it's fascinating to think about. 150 days that they were on the ark, uh, and the waters prevailed. It says above the mountains. So I think it's a fascinating, uh, terrifying um, destruction of humankind and animal kind. Uh, it's kind
1: of it's a pretty sobering hunk of scripture, actually. Yeah, and, you know, of course, in Second Peter... Uh, chapter three, verses three through seven. He said that the Noah's flood is a warning, yeah, of judgment to come for sure. You know, and so um, people that deny the flood, Noah's flood, you know, it's like, oh no, it's not going to happen, and yeah, God so there's nothing, to, nothing to worry about there. And it's like, brother, you are, you yeah. know, there's evidence right in front of your very face, and you're <clears throat> and you're denying it, and yeah, there's going to be a day.
0: You know, the Bible says that man was only evil all the time. And in, in the last days, it says that um, lawlessness will increase on the earth. And I don't know, um, people can kind of look around and make your own decision, but there's no question that lawlessness is increasing it really around the world. I mean, it just seems like it's just prevailing everywhere. And um, and it's, I think it would be foolish for us to, to ignore the fact that there is a tipping point, you know, when God says, okay, I'm sorry that I made man and and he's prophesied all throughout Scripture saying there's going to be a day of judgment coming. And I think Noah sits as a as an example of, um, you know, oh, God is good. He's just love. And he's just, it's like, no, he's also just. And he also, there's a tipping point of saying, you know what, um, you know, too many, you know, that in that particular day, there was only evil all the time. There's probably, I know, Pagans had a lot of child sacrifice, and there was a time a tipping point, and then they were just destroyed as a people group. And that's why we, that's why we're so pro life, because like the Lord believes. It's not that I'm so smart that I know when life begins, but the Lord says this is when life begins, and we fear not obeying Him. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, when you see those kinds of things and, and these these things around us happening, my mind goes back to Noah. It's like, man, and so is. As in the days of Noah, so will the time of the coming of the Son of Man be. Um, I think it's a great picture of, of a warning for us all.
2: When I think about the time in the ark, in the meantime, you know, five months that that the waters prevailed, but it's actually, they were on there longer than that. And even thinking about, you know, you know they lost loved ones. Oh, you know man, that, yeah. you know, just all of that had to have been yeah. so hard to watch. And oh, we've been in situations like that. You know not nearly to that magnitude but you know when you're watching something that is lost and how hard that is and so just thinking about what they went through in that time um had to have been just really difficult
1: No oh, man yeah going back to the videos of the indonesian thing you know i mean watching it and where are these guys and you don't you don't even know these people yeah. i mean they're clear on the other side of the world but it's like, I mean, it's just hard to watch. It's like for that sure. guy's getting swept out to the. You oh know, man, and he's he's dead. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. going to be a dead man. There's... Oh man.
2: Watching nine eleven, I think about when oh, yeah. you know when the towers collapsed or even prior, and oh, my gosh. people were jumping. You know, all those kinds of things. You got to think that that had to have scarred them.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. It's just well, and to think, you know, I think it's hard a lot for a lot of people to believe. I mean, God takes. There, there's nobody that takes credit for this. You know, it's not like there's an evil king or there's a, this is simply God being um, God and just and saying, I'm sorry that I made man. I'm going to blot them out. I'm going to give you an ark and give you a way of escape. And I think that was offer was for everybody. And nobody took that offer except Noah, his wife, Ham, Shem, and Japheth and their wives. That's a, that's a, to your point, that's like starting over with like Adam mm-hmm. and uh, started over with a, uh, a different, uh, you know, it's going to give him another shot, but he, I don't know, it's it's fascinating to, to me to see, um, I don't know, the, the wrath of God, the uh, the justice of God, and, you know, a lot of people try to put God on the, on a, you know, on the stand, and put him, you know, we're going to judge God because of what, It's like, yeah, don't do that, <laughs> he is God, he has, he is just, and he's perfect in all of his justice, he's perfect in his love, he's perfect in his mercy, and, uh, but one of the things that being perfect in justice means that is that you can't just allow evil to prevail. If you're perfectly just, there has to be some justice. Mm -hmm. And, um, anyway, I think, I think of that, not so much in Noah's day, but I think of that in our day that that's why I fear God. It's like, I, I want to, I, I don't obey all that God, like, just like, no, I'm not that, you know, I'd love to say that I am, but I, I definitely have a fear of God to say, you know, we've got to, listen to what he says and, and avoid the things he says to avoid.
1: I think it's important. Yeah, You you have to think that while he was building the ark, I mean, people would have come up and said, why are you building this? You oh, know, and sure. he would have had an opportunity to say judgment is coming. Yeah. Judgment is coming, you know, yeah. and, but like he said, nobody, nobody, buys it. I mean, the text doesn't tell us explicitly, but it seems quite reasonable that that would have happened that he would know would have said, this is what's going to come. And yeah. People would have had an opportunity. Well,
0: we we're doing the same thing as people in days of Noah. So it's like, okay, so where's the judgment? Okay. So where's God? Where's, we're feeling this right now. And, and Jesus said, as, as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be, it'll be marrying and giving in marriage. Things are going to be going on. And then there's going to be a, there's going to be a day. It's going to hit. And, uh, I think, you know, I know we've talked about this a lot. This is a little different topic, but I think these are the, we're seeing the beginnings of birth pains. We're seeing the, you know, all kinds of supernatural. I mean, the, what a few few weeks ago was when uh, Texas lost all their power. That doesn't happen always, but it's, I think it's like God trying to wake people up on a little bit of little of time, saying, "Hey, guys, pay attention to what's going on here." And I I think uh, I think it behooves us all to to look up and to be thinking about um, what's what God is up to and and his warnings are true. And Noah reminds us that they're he can he can move and he can move quick. So, well, this is the end of chapter seven. Well, wow, finally got rid of the, maybe with the waters will came to calm down. We'll see some new life starting as we come off the ark in chapter eight. So uh, it'll be, it'll be an exciting time. Thanks for joining us.